Remember the heat from last summer? Remember how the sun can damage your flooring, furniture, and window coverings? Energy efficiency meets style and comfort when you get SunTech Solar Screening for your windows or sliding doors. You get more comfort and you save money with SunTech. Call for a free estimate, 352-9396. Get SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. Or go online, suntechsolarscreens.com. Call SunTech Solar Screening. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our radio show for a beautiful afternoon in late May of 2021. It's really amazing how fast this year has been getting away from me. I'm sure the same thing has happened to you because we're all playing catch-up from the 2020 slowdown, lockdown, shutdown that so many businesses, so many operations, hey, so many households had to go through in order to get to where we are today. The key for me is to keep moving forward. You know, a lot of people try to get me to think about things that have happened in the past and practically to live in the past. You know, many times when I look at the newspapers, listen to the radio, watch television, the whole conversation is about the past for the most part this happened that happened this bad thing happened this thing happened in another part of the world this thing happened in another part of the country bad things tragedy more bad things depression more bad things bad things it's all about bad things that's what we're hearing in the media if you hear enough bad things and you do it on a regular basis becomes a habit, before long, you're going to be in that same mindset as well, bad thing mindset, only looking for the bad, uh, expecting the bad, wondering where the bad is when it's not there. You know, uh, nobody is really pushing the positive lifestyle that I grew up with in the business world in the 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. It was all about being positive, thinking about a better way and better life, and Happiness, more opportunity, growth, development, good things. I am not interested in hearing from people that want to talk about bad things that happened in the past. I'm interested in today, right now, because I know whatever I do right now is going to impact the future. If right now all we're doing is talking about the negatives of the past and how bad we feel about the negatives of the past... If we're doing that right now, what do you think the future is going to be like? The future is being dictated by our present. And in our present, we're living in the past, so it's an endless, vicious cycle. Got to get out of that past life mentality. We're all living right now. This is the only place you are at this very moment, just like I am. And that's what's the most important thing right now. I'd like to tell people, that today is the best day of my life. And it really is. Because today, I get to look at my entire previous life and think about my future life, and I have this very now living moment. Today is the best day of my life. And I hope it's the best day of your life, too, because if you have that kind of a mindset, you're going to accomplish great things regardless of whether you're talking about real estate or life in general. But here on Nevada Real Estate Radio, we talk about my favorite subjects, real estate and real estate for investors. You know, I remember it was back in 2007, 8, 9, as the market was tanking. You know, it had peaked right around 2006. I remember as a mortgage lender in those days, I thought maybe 2007 might be a really good time to buy because things had dropped so dramatically over the course of one year, I really felt like 2007 was the time until we got to 2008. And then, oh my gosh, 2008, it, the, you know, you could see the ground. The bottom was pretty well falling out. And in late 2008, I knew that was the time to buy because I just couldn't expect that things could go any lower. Guess what? We hit 2009, then 2010, 11, until we hit the bottom, the absolute bottom of the market in northern Nevada and 
currently the bottom of the market across the country since 1989 records. We hit that bottom in January of 2012. I got the latest stats from one of the top realtors in northern Nevada, Dan Ryder, just recently. And Dan Ryder sent me this information that I'm going to share with you after this quick message. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. Yes, Dan Ryder from Nevada Home Connections is one of the top real estate agents in northern Nevada, and he sent me the latest statistics that he gets from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Dan's been a member for many, many years, just like he's been a native Nevadan for many, many years. I think it's all his life. And he is so knowledgeable about the entire northern Nevada area. He's my go-to guy. When I looked at the recent stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors that Dan sent to me, well, you know, I was partly amazed, and the other part of me said, hmm, that's what I was thinking. I've always said, it feels like you're in a million-dollar home when you're in northern Nevada. I don't care how much you paid for your home. When you're standing in your backyard or sitting, having a beverage, enjoying time with the family in the back, looking up at the mountains, the beautiful skies, you feel like a millionaire. A home in northern Nevada makes you feel like a millionaire is what I've always said. But guess what? The prices are catching up to my feelings. The most recent stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors show that the median home price for homes sold in northern Nevada over the course of the last 30 to 45 days is $494,500. Let's face it, that's about half a million dollars. And that value has gone up by 19.0%. In just one year. Can you believe that? 19.0% in one year? Look, we know that's not going to continue every year. It's never the same year after year. But theoretically, if it stayed the same for the next four years, home prices would double within five years. And we'd be at a million dollars. That's how close we are. Now, the market's always going to go up and down. Again, I don't predict that it's going to go up 19.0% for the next four years, just like it has the last year. But nowadays, almost anything is possible. What's hard, though, and seems impossible for many people, is to find a way to buy their first home. You know, one of the biggest sources of first-time home buyers' homes, whenever they're out and about looking to buy a home, What would you think is one of the biggest sources of homes? What it actually is, is sellers. Sellers that are selling homes are the best source of homes for first-time homebuyers. Mostly because of price, because typically it's always been more expensive to build a house than it is to buy a house that's already built, a house that has some years behind it, Maybe a house that needs some minor repairs or maybe even some major fix-up. Maybe it's so old it needs almost everything new, but there's an attraction there to buy that home. And these are the kind of homes, these starter homes, these diamonds in the rough, these have always been the kind of homes that first-time home buyers typically are looking to buy because that's what they can afford. That's got an entry-level price. But in 2021... Because of the current economic situation across the country, 
be it political or otherwise. We are all in a hardship situation. Home sellers are finding it difficult to sell a home because they're wondering where they're going to go if they sell their home. Are they going to be able to afford the next home? Well, with prices going up so high, then there's the home buyers. They can't keep up with the price increases. You know, it used to be that interest rates was the big concern about home buying and the home buying process. I know that when interest rates are so low and now they're hovering right at around 3% or even a slightly less, it's a huge advantage when you're looking to buy a home because that's part of the big factor in negotiating a deal. It's the terms, right? It's part of the terms. A 3% interest rate or less is huge as far as the benefit to the home buyer. But when the home prices go up so fast, even that is not enough to compensate for the increase in monthly cost of a mortgage when the prices go up 20% per year. I don't care if the interest rates are 3%, 4%, 1%. It's such a big increase. The interest rate fact of the terms is not enough to make a difference on the monthly payment. So it's getting really tough. I was reading recently in one of the national trades that U.S. home prices have risen nearly everywhere in the first quarter of 2021. And that shows a little sign, very little sign, of changing in the near future. The median sales price for an existing single-family home was higher in the past quarter than in the earlier year, 2020, in the in 182 of the top 183 metro areas. Now, this was a fact tracked by the National Association of Realtors. And in 89% of the metro areas, 89% of all those metro areas, the median home price rose by more than 10% from a year earlier. I mean, here in Reno, we rose 19%. But even if you look at just the average across the country, 10% in just one year. So it's, it's really a confirmation about the fact that people continue to look at their homes in a whole different way because of the pandemic. After one year, people are realizing that really the only safety net and security that they have in America many times is their own property, their own personal residence, so that they can take care of their own security, safety, and economic well-being. The home, it's more critical than ever. And that's proven by the fact that people just don't want to move. In fact, more and more people are choosing to stay longer in their current homes than ever before. The reason, well, instead of hassling with buying and selling or selling and buying in whatever order, many people are just thinking about making some adjustments or remodeling their home making some tweaks in some areas that will make their home more functional, more ergonomically friendly. And if you're in any way telecommuting, now you have a chance to claim some of your costs of your home as a business expense if that's where your primary area is of work. Now, I suggest that you talk to your CPA or your tax professional about this because it doesn't apply in every single case. However, It will apply. You'll find in many, many cases, and hopefully yours is one of those situations so that you can effectively spread out the cost of your residence over a little bit of your business and a little bit of your personal life. Regardless, you're going to spend a lot more time inside of your home and in around your home because that's where you're living more. It seems like the general consensus of the federal government is that they don't want us to go out very much. They want us to stay home. They want us to be more secluded and reclusive and only rely on the digital world for communications and our bare necessities. Unfortunately for them, not all of us are going to participate in that format. Many of us want to see people face-to-face. 
Many of us want to get back to the way things were in 2019. Next time on and the many Sherry of us Hill Show, I have Tova Roseman, who is the what we diva, home ownership of Tova's garden. Before and we're going to talk about plants be able and improved health to purchase and how you home. We're going to talk more about the home pricing surge across the nation and also look at the numbers in a little bit more detail here in northern Nevada when we look at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors Market Stats. And we're also going to talk about a great, great golf play that I had recently. And I'm encouraging you to think about playing at Red Hawk Golf Course. We're going to talk about the course, real estate, and more after this. One, two, three, four, five. Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Four Kids Foundation helps disadvantaged local kids in so many ways. New coats for those that can't afford to buy their own. Eyeglasses to help students learn better. Weighted blankets for kids with autism. Dance lessons to help build confidence. Or equine-assisted therapy to help kids recover from physical or emotional abuse. Help support the kids by supporting Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament. You can sponsor, participate, and support in this outstanding event. The Four Kids Foundation fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Get all the details and register at fourkidsfoundation.org or call us 775-741-5231. Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament friday may 21st at red hawk golf and resort in sparks i love sherry hill and you will too after you listen to the sherry hill radio show tune in every monday to the sherry hill radio show the sherry hill show mondays 11 30 a.m we're back on nevada real estate radio thanks for tuning into our radio show today many of our listeners are real estate investors and i always encourage our investors to talk to Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry is the president and CEO, also known as the Wealth Protection Diva, because for the past 28 years, she's helped real estate investors, business owners, business startups, entrepreneurs get started in business and make it to great success. It is really amazing the kind of background, experience, and connections that Sherry Hill can bring to the table if you work with her on running or managing your business. Want to learn more? Visit her website, sageintl.com. And all of Sherry Hill's contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We're talking about the market stats in northern Nevada. And can you believe it? We're pretty close to a half a million dollars for the median sales price in the Reno Sparks area. A lot of people say, well, you know, half a million dollars, $500,000. It's actually $494,500. Okay, so first of all, it's not half a million. It's just barely under half a million, but it's pretty close. Second of all, the median home price. That means that half of the homes sold for less than that amount, half of the homes sold for more than that amount. The latest stats show that there were 570 homes sold over the course of the same 30-day reporting period. Now, that was up by 45.4% from the year before, so things are starting to pick up a little bit as far as sales and transactions. I think some of those sellers are probably figuring out this is the top of the market. It's always good to sell at the top of the market. Maybe that's what's happening. 570 units sold. That means that about 285 homes, half of the homes, sold for less than 494500 and about 285 homes sold for more than 494500 I hear of deals being closed at 300,000, some at even high 200,000s for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home. It just kind of depends on where in the Reno Sparks area the home is being sold for. Now, how long does it take when somebody wants to sell their home and they put it on the market? Well, typically in the old days when things were 2018, 2019, it probably took anywhere from 45 to 90 days to get a home sold. You know, people have to look at them, negotiate, compare homes, uh, make an offer, counter offer, inspections, appraisals. I mean, it just takes a while. And there's a lot of homes for sale, so there's a lot of activity going on. Sometimes in those days, you had to wait in line to get your appraisal scheduled or to get an inspection completed because there are so many of them going on. 
It's not like that now. 18 days to contract. 18 days. It's really amazing. And that's the contract. It's just unbelievable how fast. When there's very little inventory and there's a lot of demand, it gets scooped up quickly. Right now, there's about 300 homes in active inventory. The stats from the RSAR and Dan Ryder show that there's 295 homes in the active inventory market right now to pick from. That's not a whole lot. If you're looking to buy a home in Reno Sparks, you have a lot of competition. What's so the price goes up. It's all in the end, though, isn't it based really on square footage? How much are you paying per square foot of your home? So, you know, just think about it. You uh, you want to compare the price, divide by the square foot. That should give you the cost per square foot. Right now, $290 is the cost per square foot for homes sold in northern Nevada. That's up 28% from one year ago. Amazing. New listings. There's 636 new listings coming. That's up a little bit more than last year, up by 8%. So that's good, telling me people are thinking about that you know that it is a good time to sell and the sellers are wanting to take advantage of the market which is exactly what they should do sell high not sell low like so many people did in 2012 but you have to have a plan for where you're going this might be a great time for me to talk to you ladies and gentlemen about next week's radio show i'm going to have two gentlemen on our radio show that are going to be talking about what you will do what you can do what you could do if you sell your home here in northern Nevada at the top of the market basically which is now what could you do with that money it is amazing I have a fantastic guest and callers in the studio next week right here on Nevada Real Estate Radio if you are at the time of your life when you would like to sell your home because the prices are high but you don't know where you would move or what you would do afterwards you don't want to go into a senior care facility you're too young for that you want to have fun you're too young to move into a condo you like to travel but you've got all your value tied up in your home how do you get something out of it that is really right for you it it's it's a matter of comparison we're going to compare next week the northern nevada reno market with a fantastic market in the midwest you'll find it unbelievable I hope you'll tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio next week when we're going to talk about resort property in Minnesota. Resort property in Minnesota. You're going to be amazed. Amazed. That's next week right here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Getting back to the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. One of the keys to know what a market is looking like as far as activity is when you look at a factor called the percent of ask received. It's a stat from the Reno Sparks Association that essentially says this. If somebody is selling their home for X number of dollars, how much did they actually get? How close to that number did they get when they sold the deal, when it was finally a transaction, when it was finally on record? You know, in the days before 2020, it was pretty common to know that if a home was being sold at X price, that it would probably sell for somewhere between 97 and 100%. Very rarely, very rarely would you ever see anything at over 100%. But now, because the demand is so high, it's almost an automatic that people offer more than what's being asked for because of the demand factor. Remember in the old days, everybody wants a great deal, so you offer a little less, right? And then hopefully you meet in the middle, you could work out a little negotiation, you save a few bucks, maybe a grand or two, right, on the deal. It's always nice. Everybody's happy. People would price in when they're selling a home. They'd price in a little flexibility. They're knowing, yeah, I may have to come down five or ten, whatever the deal is, but I've got enough cushion in there. It was all kind of common. Well, not anymore, ladies and gents. When you go in to buy a home, you better be serious about wanting to buy the home because in today's market in northern Nevada, Reno Sparks, homes are selling for 102.9% of what they're being asked to sell for. 3% over the asking price. So if you're going in to make an offer on a home in Reno or Sparks and you know this information, basically it's this. 
you better offer 100.3% of what they're asking for, or you're probably not even going to be in the field of the other offers that are on the table. Real estate agents are smart. They know how to get deals closed in their favor for their clients. And I guarantee you, if you've got a top realtor right now and you're a first-time home buyer, that, home, that realtor is going to tell you, you are encouraged to offer 103% of what is being asked for that home just so that you'll get the offer. Hard to believe? Ask your realtor. If you don't have a realtor, I'm happy to talk to you and give you some recommendations. In fact, if you have any questions about the home buying process, whether you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned real estate investor, I bet we can help you. Call us anytime after the show, 775-786-5515. We'll have more on our radio show after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. We're talking about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors so that you can make better decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Many times, though, you know, when people are looking to buy or sell real estate, the first thing they need to do is get access to their financing, their funds. And a lot of times in today's complex environment of finances, economy, what it is, we've got our funds tied up at entities. Maybe it's at a uh, I-401K, a Roth IRA, a certificate of deposit, stocks and bonds. Maybe we own a business that we've got a lot of cash into. Uh, maybe we've got other investments, raw land, maybe some securities, you know, our money is spread out in a lot of different ways. If you're at the point in your life where you're looking to buy real estate, it's very likely that your money is at more than one place. A lot of people don't know that when you're in the mortgage lending world like I used to be, one of your jobs as a mortgage lender is to get a research done on the funds that somebody has that is going to buy real estate. See, that's one of the big challenges in today's real estate world. There's much more regulation than there was in the early 2000s. And mortgage lenders and realtors, too, have to ask a lot more questions of their clients and prospects than ever before. I remember asking some of these questions to some of my clients and prospects, and they would look at me like I was invading their personal territory, like I was invading their privacy. You know, some of these questions would make a big difference if they're going to get a mortgage or if they're going to be turned down. It wasn't long ago that I had a gent on our radio show. His name is Brian Cushion. He's a mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. He's fantastic. Many, many years in the mortgage lending business. And just for the record, his mortgage lending license number is 303045. Again, 303045. Brian is so knowledgeable about the mortgage lending world. He and I were talking about the fact that when a mortgage lender is talking to a prospect or a client about getting a loan to purchase a home, it doesn't matter whether it's primary residence or investment property, there are some questions that the lender is going to ask that he's expecting. In fact, he's hoping that the prospect or client will answer no. Yeah, the mortgage lender wants to hear no. 
and you need to be prepared when you're going to talk to your mortgage lender about buying a home, especially in today's challenging home buying market that you want to be pre-approved as quickly as possible, you want to make sure you know going in that your mortgage lender is going to want to hear no to certain questions. Like one of them in examples, have you filed for bankruptcy in the last seven years? He's hoping you'll say no. Your mortgage lender is going to ask you as a borrower, have you co-signed for another person to buy anything on credit recently? He's hoping you'll say no. The mortgage lender is going to ask you, have you been divorced recently? He's hoping you'll say no because if you have been divorced recently, like with the other questions, more is going to be required of you. He's going to ask you, or your mortgage lender, if it's a lovely young lady, so many women are in the mortgage lending business, she may well ask, do you own part of or all of a business? Mortgage lender is hoping you'll say no because if you say yes, it means more work. A lot more information is going to be asked of you if you have ownership in a business. Other questions that the mortgage lender is going to ask that he's expecting a no? Trust me, there's plenty. The key is you want to make sure that you're fully prepared when you go to talk to your mortgage lender because they're really busy trying to help people buy homes. Primary residence or investment property, it doesn't matter. I'm encouraging you to call Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. He's part of the Cushing team, and he's right here in northern Nevada. Give him a call, 775-453-0345, or visit homeloansreno.com, and all of Brian Cushing's contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. So, we're talking about buying homes and living the good life in northern Nevada. Might be selling your home in northern Nevada that could lead to a good life. Again, next week, special show on investment property, on living the life, the good life, in a resort area in beautiful Minnesota. You'll got to, you've got to tune into our show next week. It's going to be fantastic. So, a lot of people, again, are struggling to find a way to purchase a home in today's challenging markets. But I want to tell you a story, ladies and gentlemen, about a good friend of mine that lived for many, many years in Arizona where I lived. And I knew this young lady through our work. And she had family there, and she was happy in Arizona as I was. But you know how it is when you're young. If you want great opportunities, you have to go where those opportunities are. Many times they don't come to us. So I moved to Arizona, the same reason she moved to Arizona, for a great business opportunity, employment opportunity in southern Arizona. But as time moves on, new opportunities come up for all of us. We have to make those decisions. And both Linda and I decided to move on and leave Arizona. She went to California. I went to Nevada. And here I am, loving it. Linda loved California, too, for many, many years. But for the past few years, she's had a real tough time raising a family the way she wants to raise her family in the beautiful community of Lodi, California. So she and her lovely husband and family, off they go to look around and see what else is available in the country. And they find a beautiful situation in the Midwest, Oklahoma City. That's where I'm talking about. It's an amazing city, lots of opportunity, lots of opportunity for young people that are in the technology world because Oklahoma City is a technology-friendly city, inviting and helping entrepreneurs start businesses right there in the center of the Continental 48. And what a great place to be. Some of the photos and video I've seen of the Oklahoma City area are fantastic. I grew up in the Midwest, actually in the plains of Colorado, but it was more like the Midwest of Nebraska what it looked like, what it felt like. I know what it's like to be in Oklahoma City. Not long ago, I was in the Panhandle area of Texas, very close to that area. I was impressed. Stopped in a little town called Boise City, Oklahoma, one of the friendliest little towns I've ever been in. 
and a great chicken fried steak, by the way. So people are finding opportunities and going to those opportunities, physically moving, moving their family, learning that there's more to life than the big city, the metropolitan lifestyle, if you will. There's many good things to do in a big city, and at a certain time in my life, I loved living in the big city. I lived in Denver, Colorado, lived in Phoenix, spent a lot of time in Los Angeles. But we all get to the point in our lives where sometimes we feel it's more overall beneficial to be in a smaller community or a different community. So the Midwest is really offering a lot of great opportunities for new home buyers because, let's face it, where many of us are working telecommuting for most of our work, much of our work. And this is a great way to really enjoy family lifestyle, reduce our expenses because the Midwest lifestyle is much, much less expensive than it is in the West. And raise your family, perhaps in an environment that's more conducive to your personal lifestyle and what you want to offer to your children. So what I'm saying is it's worth considering other markets besides Reno and Sparks. There's a big demand for homes here. And if you have a great job, a great career, a great business in northern Nevada, it makes sense for you to want to find a home to purchase in northern Nevada. But if you're at a time in your life where you're looking for career opportunities and you are struggling in keeping your lifestyle at the level you're happy with, it may be that you're living in the wrong area for the time being. You can always move out. You can move back. But many of us, I know, have a fear of moving. I remember the first time I left my hometown. It was very, very tough on me because there was a lot of security there. I knew everybody, and everybody knew me. People would help me if I needed help, of course, and I would help them, of course. But small town, security, it doesn't offer a lot of opportunity when it comes to employment or investing. So off we go, looking for those opportunities. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, there are incredible opportunities in the Midwest. If you need any connections in Texas, Colorado, New Mexico, Nebraska, Idaho, Washington, I've got family in all of them, and I know people in all of those states. And it's so nice to be able to compare values from one area to another. I remember when I would compare my home state of Colorado's real estate prices to northern Nevada and I always thought wow could move to Colorado move back to Colorado save some money move back to Colorado and enjoy a lifestyle have a home that comparable but maybe costs quite a bit less it's not like that anymore in fact Colorado is competing with Nevada as far as home price appreciation and the challenges of purchasing a home especially if you are a first time home buyer so what i'm saying is this is you have to have a strategy and a plan as to how you're going to get to where you're going. As an example, one of my clients is having a challenge in the debt-to-income ratio area of her mortgage application. Essentially, she's got too many monthly debts to qualify for a mortgage that's large enough to allow her to buy a home at the median or near the median home price in northern Nevada. It takes some pretty good capacity. When a mortgage lender sees that you have a $500 a month car payment, immediately you are a challenge to get a mortgage. Unless you're making buku bucks, the average person is not going to be paying $500 a month for a car payment. It's typically the kind of person that likes a recreational vehicle, maybe spends a lot of time driving around, mostly single people it seems like, of course, that makes sense. But still, $500 a month, that takes a lot of capacity out of your ability to pay for a mortgage, to purchase a home. It's just amazing to me, and I've talked about this on previous shows, that so many people still put their priorities in the wrong place. Uh, short-term gratification rather than long-term appreciation. I mean, that's the difference between having a $500 a month car payment or being able to put all of that $500 a month that you used to put into a car payment, you could put that toward a house payment and still have an automobile. Look, I know all across the country 
used car prices are going up dramatically. I read recently in one of the top auto journals of the country that the average price of a used vehicle across the country in 2021 has gone up of on average of $2,800 per vehicle. Now, obviously that's for the newer vehicles, but it's a substantial number when you look at one year to the next. That's what's happening. Well, there's less new cars available for sale. Many of us have heard about the chip shortage that the car manufacturers are going through, so they're not able to produce the vehicles quickly enough. So people are keeping their cars longer. That means those cars that they would have traded in normally this year, they're not being traded in. That's the less used cars for sale. It's kind of funny. It sounds a little bit like the real estate market, doesn't it? There's kind of a used car demand for somewhat of similar reasons, right? Economic, political, social, whatever it is. It doesn't really make sense, but it's there. Let me tell you, though, ladies and gentlemen, the automobile car payments are the biggest factor that prevent people from being able to purchase a home. High car payments. I have got so many ways to help people eliminate their car payments and still keep a car, keep a vehicle. You'd be amazed because I come from a family that knows how to get these things done economically and then put that money to use to purchase real estate or some other valuable effort. We have ways to make that happen. You've got to have a consultation. You've got to have somebody that will really listen to what your situation is and then guide you to the finish line. That's what we do here at Sage International. And I'm encouraging you to call us. Ask for Sherry Hill, 800-254-5779. We'll have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I am so glad that I took precautions. It was back in 2015 when I made the big choice. I'm going to put solar screens on my home. I called the good folks at SunTech Solar Screening, and within a few days... Those screens were up. You would not believe the smile on my wife's face when she walked into what used to be the hottest room in our house. It's amazing how effective they are with no batteries, no electricity, no internet. They just put them on and you will be amazed how cool your home will be and how much money you'll save on your air conditioning costs because your home is cooler with SunTech Solar Screening. All kinds of colors, all kinds of options. Great people. Check them out at suntechsolarscreens.com. Tell them Peter sent you. So, uh, the challenges of buying a home besides the car payment, many, many. A lot of people, they just can't. They just can't with their own income at current. They can't make it. They've got all their bills paid. They have no bills. There's still not quite enough income there. And some people are just unable to come up with that capacity, that ability to purchase a home. So many people look at the FHA mortgage because the FHA mortgage is one of the only mortgages that I know of that allows for a non-occupant co-borrower, a borrower on the mortgage loan that is not living in the home. You see, most mortgages for primary residents require that the borrower actually live there because the mortgage interest rates are the lowest when you're going to buy a home for primary residents. Once you're going to buy a home for investment properties, you know, a home you're going to rent out to people to make a little cash flow and start your own real estate investing business, the mortgage rates to borrow are higher. And you need to put more money down on those types of mortgages. Typically, when you're buying an investment property, you're going to have to put 20% down. If you're really, really lucky and you've got a lot of 
assets and you've got other real estate, you've got a lot of other opportunities, great credit score, you might be able to get in with 15 or even 10% down. But still, investment mortgage interest rates are always going to be higher. So it's always going to be more challenging to get a mortgage for that type of a property. But if you're buying primary residence, you get the best mortgage rates. And if you're looking at an FHA mortgage, you can include a non-occupying co-borrower. Well, what would a non-occupying co-borrower look like, you might ask? Well, if you're a young person, first thing I'm going to ask is, do you have a parent that might be able to co-sign for you, uh, an uncle, a relative uh, that maybe would assist you in helping you qualify for this mortgage? It doesn't mean always that the person who's going to be co-borrowing has to sign that they're going to actually pay the mortgage. What they're actually saying is that they are responsible for the mortgage, that it does get paid. But in most cases, what's happening is we're asking the co-borrower to help us with the qualification because many times the borrower does have the ability to pay that mortgage, but it just isn't standard in the mortgage uh, term, in the mortgage term of the of the uh, arrangement that the bank is going to accept certain kinds of income. For instance, you might have some cash income that you have from babysitting or from some yard work that you do for somebody, but and you get it every month, but it's not reported. You get the cash. You've got it in the bank. Unfortunately, the mortgage lender is probably not going to be able to use that income because it's not documented. You may have some cash However you came across it, but maybe you came up with a whole substantial amount of cash over the course of the last week or two, and now you're ready to buy a home, that cash cannot, in most cases, qualify for down payment because it's not seasoned. It's not sourced. The bank is going to ask where the money came from that you're going to use to put down on your mortgage on your purchase of a home, and if it is not seasoned properly, if it's not sourced properly, you really you just can't use it. You have to let the mortgage lender know where all of the money came from. And if it's not, if it's not, the mortgage is not going to go forward. So there's an instance where if you can't use that money, you might want to have a cosigner come in and help you out. Cosigner maybe has the money and they are sourced and they are seasoned and they've got all the capacity. They'd be cosigning for you so you could close your deal, but you've still got your money that you can used to pay whatever you need to pay. There's just so many ways to work the system. If it's workable, we can help you. And people in the industry know that these are some of the many challenges of buying a home. Now, the next thing that's going on is the appraisal process. The appraisals across the country are starting to be impacted by much of the social impact of what's happening in America. There are many claims we're hearing about discrimination in appraisals across the U.S. Rightly or wrongly, the, the uh, appraisal process is being scrutinized to a high, high degree. What that is going to mean, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's going to take longer to get an appraisal and that appraisals are more likely to be challenged and that appraisals are going to have more details and questions and that appraisals are going to cost more money to complete than they do currently. It's just part of the fact. You see, any time that regulation comes to play in the home buying process, there's an added cost. Not only in money, but in time. Just recently, I saw a report from the National Association of Mark and Brian that the cost of a home, the average cost of a median home price home in the United States has almost, they gave him the number of $94,000. It was almost $100,000, but $94,000 of the cost of a home, of an average median home price home in America, 94000 of it is due to government regulation. That's the reason that that first $94,000 of the home price is there. It's so that it can pay for the implementation and the management of all the government regulations in the mortgage and real estate industry in America. $94,000. Then you have the cost of lumber coming into the U.S. or being produced in the U.S. It's no secret, many of you know, the price of lumber has gone up at least threefold in the last several months. 
that's having a huge impact on the cost of building a home. Mark and Brian, in fact, said that about $50,000 of a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home in the United States, the median home price, of about $50,000 of the current median home price is due to the increase, just the increase in the cost of lumber over the course of the last 120 days. So when you add lumber, cost of lumber, and you add the cost of government regulation, well, you have to have about $140,000 going in just to cover the start of purchasing a home. Then there's demand, availability, uh, location, location, location. You can see why the prices are so close to half a million dollars here in northern Nevada for a median home price. A typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. Right now, $494,500 as reported in the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. So you're thinking there's got to be other ways, and there are other ways. Many people, besides getting a co-borrower, they might get a partner, a couple of Siblings might decide to buy a home together, pay that home off together. Maybe one or both of them live in that home together. And then at some point, as appreciation happens, stability happens, another home is purchased between those two siblings, and eventually they will each have their own home. They'll help each other get that home. Happened many, many times in my mortgage world happens many, many times still today. If you need more help, you have more questions about buying a home in northern Nevada, we know where the experts are. They're right here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Oh, and one last thing. Please tune in tomorrow right here on 1060 AM Radio KFOY to Eddie Floyd, Sherry Hill, and Annie Goni Stewart on American Matters Media. They'll be talking about the upcoming Four Kids Foundation Golf Tournament. It's coming up Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf Course. I'll be there playing golf, but tomorrow I'm going to be listening to Eddie Floyd, Sherry Hill, and Annie Goni Stewart on American Matters Media at 12 noon. Thanks for tuning in to our show. Call us if we can help you in any way, 775-786-5515. I wish you great success in home buying and home selling. Goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m.